I hadn't been back to the old neighborhood since my childhood, but it wasn't nostalgia that brought me back. Working the chief of police's much-touted ongoing high-visibility patrols crime-fighting initiative, dubbed All Hands on Deck, A-H-O-D, AHOD we pronounce it, I was temporarily reassigned from my assignment as a detective with the narcotics branch to patrol in uniform pushing a scout car in the 1st District for two days, October 30th and October 31st. I was assigned to the patrol beat that includes my old neighborhood, working first watch, 2230 to 0700 hours. That's uh, 10.30 p.m. to 7 a.m. to you, civilian. In my youth, the neighborhood didn't look much different than it does now. The elementary school I attended down the street, William Syfax, closed its doors long ago. It still stands, the historic landmark reincarnated as the Syfax Condominium Complex. The residences of the James Creek Dwelling Public Housing Project across the street from Syfax is still occupied. The friendly food market on the corner of Half and O, now owned and operated by Koreans, is the same building that once was the old Gold Star Market, which back in the day was owned and operated by the Goldsteins, who also lived above the store, where as a kid with a soda bottle to return for the two cents deposit, I could buy a bag of Wise potato chips, a bottle of Pepsi and a Hershey candy bar, and get a nickel change from a quarter. And while the other public housing projects nearby are still there as well, expensive townhomes have replaced the old row houses built in the 1900s that stood directly across the street from my childhood home address of 1417 Half Street Southwest. And a couple of blocks over on South Capitol Street, where the dome of the United States Capitol is in sight, National Stadium now looms, and upscale apartments and condominium complexes have risen behind it. The have, have less, and have not, coexisting side by side. I alternated walking footbeats in various areas for a while, and patrolling the entire beat in my police car, affording maximum police visibility. Cruising through the 1400 block of Half Street Southwest in my scout car around midnight, the first night of Ahod, I saw the skinny kid, wearing only bright white, eternally clean Fruit of the Loom briefs, standing on the concrete walkway between the apartment buildings, where he'd fallen to his death decades ago. He was smiling smiling at me. It chilled me to the bone. Shaken beyond belief, it was my intention to stay out of the 1400 block of Half Street for the duration of Ahod. Sure, I looked down the street from either where it intersects with O Street or P Street. I'm not that much of a coward. But I did not drive or walk down Half Street. It was a busy night with all the numerous traffic stops of tricked-out vehicles with rap music blaring from their enhanced audio systems, heavy on the bass and calls for service to address drug complaints, traffic complaints, thefts from auto and robbery reports, and the plan to stay away from Half Street was working fine until just after midnight, when the date changed from October 30th to October 31st, and the dispatcher voiced a noise complaint assignment for a disturbance of the peace at 1417 Half Street Southwest, apartment 301. It was on my beat. What the hell else was I going to do? I answered up for the assignment and proceeded to the address. The dispatcher asked if another unit was available to assist me, and I recognized the voice of my buddy, Detective Michael Pavero of the Financial Crimes Unit, when he answered up for the assignment. Pavero and I arrived simultaneously. We notified the dispatcher that we were on the scene, then exited and locked our police cars. How's it going? Mike asked. Are we having fun yet? More fun than a barrel of monkeys, I replied. Let's get this over with. 
We could hear a couple arguing upstairs when we entered the building. Pavero looked at me and sighed before we climbed the stairs to apartment 301. No way was I going to let Mike know that I was apprehensive about being there. Hell, he might have thought that I had grown old and was now scared of this kind of police work. I didn't want to have to try to explain to him why I was afraid. That would be worse. So, I was cool as a cucumber. I wrapped my knuckles hard and briskly against the apartment door and yelled, Police! Open up!